Music. Reviews. Chat. Poems. Comedy. Writing. Interviews. ELFM. It's radio for so much more. Hello and welcome to East Leeds FM. Right now you're listening to Red Kite. And here I am um, with people around the table called Ellie, Riley, Seven, sorry. And we've also got in the room, not forgetting, um, Eliana, Shannon and James. And of course, Henry, because we wouldn't be a broadcast without Henry. Yay! He's the best <laughs> one. We love him. Yeah. Um... So today, as you all know, it's Friday the thirteenth, and uh oh, everyone Ooh, thinks bad luck. that's a day of bad luck. So, Ellie, have you really had any bad luck today? To be fair, today has been the best day all week. I think that is against all rules of bad luck. But Friday the thirteenth is lucky, lucky, very, very lucky. Um, Emily. Um. I say it is bad luck because stay at school and in club of us on a skateboard going really fast and then I crashed and scraped both my legs in at the wall. So if you ask me, I got that bad luck. Um, I would personally think uh, I'm not really into it because I mean Friday is obviously the best day of the week because it's the last day of school in the week. And it's a weekend, and who doesn't like the weekend? I agree, but um, it's Friday the 13th, which is equal to bad luck. I think the only unlucky thing that's actually happened to me today is my glue stick running out, which wasn't most convenient, but I wouldn't say it's unlucky. Hmm. Riley, anything to add to that? Well, not really, just the fact that um, normally when luck runs out, uh, obviously, yeah, bad things can happen, but at the same time, you never know, because it's Friday 13th, things might change. Yes, but still, I still think that it's bad luck, because also, my friends and 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 someone else in their class has um, got in an argument with someone and because they ruined the beautiful piece of art which is which I found is so unfair and we had to get the teacher involved anyway um, moving on if you want to get uh, in contact to us Go on WhatsApp and call this number. 077-4969-7895. That's 077-4969-7895. If you've got like, any thoughts about this or like, any superstitions you, have, you follow or always things you have to do, then message in. We'll be interested to know. Um, so this is... The song we're going to play is... You got lucky by the gaslight anthem, which I don't think is a good song because, as it is bad luck today.
was You Got Lucky by Gaslight Anthem. So now we're going to be moving on from Friday the 13th and Bad Luck and we're going to be moving to the very important issue of feminism, the social Yay! rights of young women in Leeds. So, Sarah, <laughs> so, Saren, we need to start by saying why is feminism important? Why do people in Leeds and beyond in Britain and the world need to know what feminism is? I think it's so important because it's equality. Feminism is just equality, but a specific part of equality. It should it should be a human right in general, but it isn't, so we need to stand up for that. Yeah, exactly, and also we can also start it's not just a big change it's also small changes so i've been noticing at school recently there are a few small things that don't stand for what i define as feminism i don't know if you've been experiencing that as well but things in like pe not being able to go outside and not being able to go to the toilet and things um yeah and what do you think there's a def there's definitely a lot of barriers like um, in in a small sense, like in school, but a lot of social barriers, like um, in uh, within Parliament and worldly, there's hardly any of them are female. We need more female representation in like big places such as Parliament and like more world leaders, so we can get the social changes we need in smaller places like schools. Yeah, and there's also um the idea that there is so many. Um, strong female role models that people can look up to but there's not much um, awareness around it and people don't know as many female authors female musicians female performers female parliament mps um so i'm going to ask you who is your feminist who is your female person that you look up to and admire oh it's a really tricky question i would have thought about this more but like there's so many people. I think from the past, Emily Davidson from the women's suffrage movement, she was really inspiring and gave her life for the cause of women's suffrage. Yeah, um, that's a that's a good, a really good thing. I think for me, um, just the people, the fe- the female females that I'm around on a daily basis, um, like my mum, my grandma, even my friends, including you, Sarah, and you are a feminist role model for me. <laughs> Oh, my feminist role model too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so I think we might head into the next song now, or have you got anything more to say? I think that's it from me. Well, it's a big topic. We can't fit into one radio show. Yeah, I think what we've learnt from a couple of minutes here is feminism important and the young women of Leeds, we need to know more and we need to make an impact. So this song was chosen by Emily and it's the fight song by Rachel Platten. Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match But I can make an explosion And all those things I did
So that was Fight Song by Rachel Platten. And we were just having a talk conversation about feminism. Big thank you to Nyman. Big shout out for messaging in saying that I'm their feminist icon. Thank you so much. I'm honoured. Um, so now we're going to move on from one form of activism to another. And we're going to start talking about environmentalism. But first, if you've got anything to say on any of the topics we're covering, um, don't forget to message in on WhatsApp. It's 077 Four nine six nine seven eight nine five. So, Johan, do you want to leave the discussion? Um, so now we're going to start talking about environmentalism. So basically, anything to do with the environment that we've done, that anyone has done recently, that has like just maybe just uh, started walking to school or anything like that. Yes, that's right, Johan. And some of us may have like an environment, like an allotment that helps the environment. Like me, and um, some of us can use like palm oil free stuff, like like palm oil free uh peanut butter. That is very good. And um, maybe all of us can help by putting up posters, using less paper, using less palm oil, and basically anything. And animals are included in the environment. And um, if we want to save the environment, we need to help nature, help the environment, and try and make sure animals animals aren't extinct. Like the famous stone bird, which is now extinct and dead. 
all of them and uh, yeah basically I'm kind of running out of options for the first time um Eliana do you have anything to add to that yeah I'm so sorry for my annoying phone for interrupting that <laughs> Um, I have just one, just two, one or two things to say. So in September, in my high school, we were doing a form plant, and my form tutor chose the sunflower. And current, mm. since we've been taking good care of it, uh, it's now grown into a beautiful sunflower, and hopefully we're going to be able to plant it outside in the school garden with the rest of the nice flowers. Yes. And another thing I wanted to say before I move on is my dad's potatoes. I know they've been eaten by worms and bugs because they really like them. But luckily today, without using any repellents, we actually found some nice potatoes that haven't been touched. Ooh. Shannon, would like would you like to say anything? Um, I've started planting stuff in my garden, so I don't need to be going to the shops and buying stuff anymore, which is being transported from other countries by plane, which is using petrol, and petrol is not helping the environment. Nope. Uh oh. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, that was mentioned a few times before. Uh, we went to Glasgow for COP26. I wonder if Ellie or Sarah can give us just a quick recap on what happened. Yes, so um, last, I want to say, June, July, and August, we formed this <laughs> group about it was called Next Gen Climate Group, and we went together and discussed the slight big issue of climate change and the destruction of planet Earth. And we decided that we were going to go to COP26. Now, me and Saren did not go, unfortunately, but um, Johan here did, and we did a sharing a few months ago about our experiences at COP26. And one thing I remember was that Loch Ness Monster, This um, there was a Loch Ness Monster puppet that got arrested and forced to, was it, they had to put the puppet away, which was very sad. Because who does not want to lock this monster puppet? <laughs> and also, from that chat from earlier, um, I thought of another thing that you can do uh, to help the environment. Right, so you know how how vans and taxis and basically all vehicles run on petrol. Well, um. The electric cars and vehicles don't, and I don't, and I think that helps the environment a bit more, just a bit. And yeah, yeah, definitely. It can be like it can be big things like changing the transport use, or it can be like even smaller things like just making sure you check whether things can be recycled and if they can recycling them. Like I accidentally on purpose keep criticizing my parents whenever they put something that can be recycled in the normal bin the irony is i do it sometimes and then they do the exact same back but we're kind of like reminding each other to do it almost yeah i think that's it the awareness of um the awareness of recycling things and your own actions but also i've re- realized recently how the um climate change has not been in the news as much it's been more about different issues which of course are more important but i think it's important to be constantly reminding people they have to recycle it can get a bit annoying but people forget when they don't hear about it and if you're not a some most people aren't aren't around 
climactivist who are protesting every other day. So where where are you going to go if you forget about climate change? What are you going to do if you don't know what to do? Hmm. And also, just for a bit of a reminder, and it's not good for us or the environment, but to all the grown-ups out there and the people who, who have drugs and alcohol, it is not good for the environment or us. And neither is drugs. And that is also including caffeine. And alcohol is not good for it either because too much can make you loopy. Um, so this next song we have is The Noisy Days Are Over by Field Music.
Jingle, 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 jingle. Welcome to the Matt Thing. Yay! Hello. So we're here in the studio today with a bunch of really cool people. Isn't that right? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to start by asking Rana a couple of questions. Well, a first question, and that is, um, oh well, in the in the hall we did a bit of uh, a session, didn't we, on you know significant places, the way we travel, and. Um, Rana, the question I've got for you is, what is a significant place you notice on your travels? A significant place? I mean, there's a lot of significant places in Leeds because Leeds is amazing, but my significant place for me is the school bus because I just really trust the people in it and, like, we all trust each other. We're all, like, a mini family, except our actual families, like the bloodline. Um, And we even have, have, like, a lot of um, shipping going on, like... It is very funny, and you would find me literally laughing for an hour out of the hour and 20 minutes in the whole journey, which is very, sometimes irritating because my stomach hurts of how much I've been laughing every day, so. So, even though the bus is the most significant place for you, is there any actual real places you notice while you're on the bus that you and your friends might point out, or something you always remember on your journey? I mean, there's this roundabout to the first stop. Um, It is very big and it's got like a lot of um, shops around it. There's pets for homes. I think my friend got her hamster from it and that's why I always remember it. And it's very And that's why you remember it because your friend got a hamster from there. That's very good. So, Mr. Zach, we're on to you. And you want to tell me, what is your significant place on your travels? The Springs. And why is the Springs? Why is it the Springs the one thing you notice on your travels? How do you get here, Zach, anyway? In a car. In a car. And why is the springs the one thing you notice? I don't know. Is, 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 it, is it because... Well, I know the springs. The springs are very nice, isn't it? Is, yeah. it? is it because it's a big place? Is it because it's always busy? Yeah, it's always busy and there's a lot of and it, it, It's quite bright, isn't it? Like, there's loads of mirrors everywhere. Like, yeah. The sun shines off it. I think it's a very nice place. So that's your significant place, Zach, right? Yeah. And we'll move on to Saren. Saren, what is your significant place? Um, I think my significant place is... Well, kind of in more um is any bus stop because I take the bus to school and then having waited at a bus stop for hours and hours on end well it feels like um you kind of start to notice bus stops everywhere and work out what what buses go to them and where they go I guess it's quite significant it's very important as well because uh, I had a bit of an incident not a while back where I actually forgot to get off the stop and I ended up in another town I've ever been in before so <laughs> good job you're on that so if we're going to bus journey together we count on you <laughs> Ellie, we're on to you. I did. I was going to say the Ginnel, but then I figured out there's a church near me where I got christened and my parents got married, and I pass it every time I go to school. And that's the exact halfway point from my house to school, and it means I don't have far left to walk. And it also means there's a co-op on the right, which means I can get food if I'm hungry. So it's an, it's a win-win. What makes this significant, though? Is it the fact that your parents and you were christened there, or is it because you're halfway point? Um both and you can also see it from a house so it's an everyday reminder that school is down the road i mean it's that's not necessarily a good thing but it's a pretty church but that means you're near the co-op so you can get food so that's good as well yeah alex one to you final one so what's your significant place on your journey um all the cars all the cars and why is it all the cars so you walk here right yeah and why is it that you notice all the cars because it's always busy and really loud so I know you mentioned that um, does it have to be about Leeds? What was your other place that you wanted to mention that it wasn't from Leeds, your most significant place? London. And why London? Do you go there often? 
quite a lot of times. And like, is it? Do you go on train? Is it as you see it on the train on the way there? How is it you notice London? Just loads of like. Then what's the first sight in London? Do you see to know you're in London? Tall buildings. Tall buildings, and that means you're in London when you see that, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's very good. That was the significant players question. I want to move on to the. Um... Oh, this is right. The first response, looking at a map. So, um, how did you guys feel? So, we'll, we'll start with Rana again. Like, how did you first feel when you saw the map? Because I know some of you might have never seen a map before, and some of you might not know how to look at a map, where places are. So, Rana, when you got given the map, did you have a big one, the medium one, or the small one? I had the big one because it's quite far from here, the bus stop that I have to, like, drive from. And did you instantly find where you lived? Um, I mean... I couldn't really point out where I lived exactly because it was a big map, but, like, I could point to in, like, 20 seconds, I guess. Did, so you found it hard to actually locate where you're on the map because, for me, personally, I didn't even know my house was on the map. It was actually right in the corner. Um, I did it literally right last minute when we were talking because uh, my house is, like, really weird where it lives in the fields, and uh, I struggled to find it. I have looked at maps all my life, but I just it's always hard to figure out you know figure out where the chapel. Luckily, they put a tick on it to find where the chapel was first and work backwards from there. That's what I thought was hard. So, Zach, where what was your experience like when you first looked at the map? It was quite strange because I haven't really looked at a map to try and find my house before. So that was your first time looking at your ha- house on the map, and did you find it? I did eventually. You did eventually, and you found it quite hard. Yeah. And uh, if you was asked to do that again in the future, do you reckon you could do it pretty well? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, Saren, how was your experience looking at the map? Um, I found it relatively easy because like, I'm used to looking at maps because during lockdown I kind of looked at them a lot to see like, where I could be instead of my house. <laughs> um, but um, I found it quite easy to find my house. It was just f- smaller details like where my school was or like where certain streets I knew were. So did you instantly look at the map and went, bang, there's my house? So, but I like found the area it was in first, and then kind of like went into more detail. And then when we went to Ellie, Ellie, was that your first time looking at a map? No. Have you looked at many maps before? Yes, um, but I, my house was not on the small map or the medium map, so I had to go on the really big map. But then you lose all the details, so I knew to look for the big park near my house, um, the springs, like Zach was mentioning, and like a triangle of houses which goes up to school, because I don't know the name of the main road or the digits. So the triangle and the big park. Was... So uh, did you you had to go for each map first to actually find yeah, if you see Yeah, I house. did. Because everyone else was on the small maps, but I had to go on this really big map of Leeds where all different directions, and it went all the way to Weatherby, and it very confusing. And when you got the right map, how long did it take you to actually find where you lived? A good few minutes. It took, it took a while, yeah. And finally, Alex, how was your experience looking at the map? Uh, not very easy. Not very easy, I agree. So, like, when you first saw it, were you mind-blown by all the different places and trying to look for the area you live in? Or was it just like, oh, that's my, ho- my area, but I don't know where the house is? Mm, kind of. I mean, I knew where it was. I'd just get really distracted by all the lines. Oh, so like you mean like you so you got you found the place you lived. You just find it hard to pinpoint exactly which road you went on. Yeah. Which is understandable because if you were you on the big map. Uh, the small. One. The small one. On the small one, it goes really into detail with all the little side streets. So I would find it quite hard to actually draw exactly where I go. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of those questions about the um traveling, the traveling, the <coughs> looking at the map for the first time. And uh, if everyone here 
could have an ideal way to travel, whether that is you could drive right now, whether you, I don't know, could take the bus every time, walk every time, bike. Your most ideal way of travelling. If you got to be on a helicopter, what would yours be, Rana? Definitely the school bus. If um, everyone that is already on the school bus that I travel with every day is on there, if if not, I would just go by roller skating. Roller skating, that's very good. And like that's quite good that you chose the method that you actually use now, so you wouldn't really want to change that, right? Yeah. So you're quite happy with the way you travel. And Zach, what would your way of travelling be if you could use anything in the world? I would choose a bike that's electric. An electric bike. And why an electric bike? Because you don't have to pedal. Because <laughs> you have to pedal. And yeah. like, wh- why not uh, a car? Why, why a thing? Because you don't have to pedal at all with a car, do you? No, but you don't have to get a licence for to, a bike. I guess so. But what about uh, buses? You could say you have to pay. You're probably going to say, aren't you? Yeah. Fair enough. Electric bike. And Saren? Um, probably like an eco-friendly car. An eco-friendly car. So you'd like to be able to drive? Yeah. It just seems fun. And uh, why eco-friendly? I mean, that's a pretty obvious question, but why eco-friendly? Is it, does it not cost more? Well, it costs more, but like, if it's not eco-friendly, it costs more to the environment and the future. So little money, like more money in the present is like helping the future. So It's very good. Ellie, I know they forgot your name. <laughs> my bad. Um, my bike. A mountain bike, but also I would love to be able to walk really, really, really fast so you could just, it's as if you weren't walking. So like it's running, but you just don't use any energy, just like walking yeah. really. Yeah, that'd so be you, amazing. You can, yeah. Go for, you can go really far, but you don't, you don't use much energy. Sounds it's good. Great. It'd be great. Finally, Alex, what would your most ideal way of transport be? Probably an uh, electric scooter. And why an electric scooter? Why not an electric bike? Because you don't have to really too much that's fair enough i know they're probably probably are they cheaper i don't know they're quite expensive but kind of cheap at the same time well that's fair enough my mode of transport will be a private jet thank you <laughs> um so i think we need some backing music for your your pieces so riley over on the on the desk johan on the desk what tone do you want for your poems what sort of energy vibe Soft and lyrical, so then your words can. Can we have some well, soft instrumental yes. music, please? So your hands on the desk. He's looking for something soft. Yeah. Not like this, guys. Oh, oh, Saren, have a listen. Have a listen to that. What do you reckon, Saren? Can we have a little bit more? Is it too sad? Okay, cool. Good job, folks. So, Saren, what is your first poem? Um, my first poem is called First Lights On and was kind of written um, after inspiration from um, another thing that happened on, for pre- on the same night as the pre-record you've just heard from the Next Generation group. Um, so this is called First Lights On. First Lights On followed by early morning groans, calls from room to room, and the start of blaring alarms, cupboard doors creaking, breakfast being poured, it's just another day. Doors opening, some slowly and hesitantly, some quick hurried but late, knocks on doors, cars starting, reluctant walking down the streets, it's just another day. It's just another day, don't know what will happen, maybe the best, maybe the worst, it, but it starts just the same. It's just another day. 
polite clapping in the studio. Thank you very much, Saren. And it's lovely that you get inspired by conversations and stuff here. Do you often go away and write after you've had a chat or a conversation or a moment? Do you get inspiration from those sorts of things? Yeah, a lot of the time I'm like midway through a conversation and get like a line for a poem. Whether it expands or not is mm. whether I have time, but... But that's your sort of influence of like the people and the conversations yeah. you meet and the feminist legends that you come across <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, okay, Ellie's going to read us a poem, but first we need to know what sort of tone do you want? What sort of style do you want for the music? Um, a little bit more angrier, dramatic, but not too... Can we have something a bit more angry yeah, and dramatic? It's, it's based on anger and how young people don't get enough appreciation for their thoughts and views. Well, we give Johan, the top DJ over there, a bit of appreciation. Yeah, we do. I can see his eyes flicker back and <laughs> forth as he chooses. So, uh, Ellie, if you want to pop those headphones on, let's see what we get from Johan's suggestion. So, okay, can we have a little bit more of the... the oh, even the more, give us a little bit more. Yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. Wow, first time. First time both times. Okay, so, Ellie, if you want to give us your poem, please. The way that things burn depends on who burnt them. How deep the anger. Was it poison through your veins? Does it hurt? Like silver stars scraping skin. How long have you paid, played these little tricks? Where you drown us in petrol and watch as we fall. Deep, deep under. How do you see? With that sharp red vision blurred with acid tears tears can you feel it do you watch from your treetop as we all turn to ash and to air very good i think we need another little round of applause in the studio please all polite clapping god it's so good people are putting their phones down to clap that's how good it is um okay so uh, what was the inspiration for that ellie give us some of the vibe um that was a vibe of i was angry that day because it felt like adults weren't listening to me and that young people, I did not see any young people on the news about any climate change, feminism or any other important issue in the world that young people need to talk about. OK, well, I'm glad we can get young people here in the studio being angry. <laughs> so, I don't know if you heard that. I was so quiet. So I just went, woo. It just felt like I muted it. OK, um, so Saren, another piece from you. What's the vibe of this one? Is it? Do we want the music from before? Or do you want something a bit more snappy or a bit more chilled? It's kind of more chilled than the one before, but right. I'm thinking same vibe. Okay, so something a little bit more grit, please, DJ Johan, and of course, big shout out to Riley on the desk who's been uh, who's been learning. Riley, uh, pop your mic up for a second. How 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 many live shows have you teched in your time? This is my first one. <laughs> He's doing a great job. A little round of applause. Woo. Um, okay, DJ Johan, what do you got for us? Um, Orchestral Suite number one by Johan Sebastian. We've got Johan Sebastian. <laughs> oh, give us a little bit, a little bit more. They've gone for some more classical music. Okay, Saren. I like it. Yeah. Okay, so off you go with your poem. It's like you've waited and waited, and it's gone past in seconds. And there's a sense of not quite regret, just this bit of sweet feeling. Like you wake up, but still remember the dream. And wish you could go back to sleep. To the perfect but temporary dream, just to say goodbye. To the thoughts and hopes and ideas you had, that became not quite meaningless, just trapped. Between useful and useless, neither brilliant nor extraordinary. 
neither awful nor barbaric, just there, rendered useless as time passed, until maybe soon, maybe on the horizon, a little flicker burns, you think you can see it, but when you look back, you lose sight, but you know it's there, waiting for you, waiting for your time. All polite clapping here in the studio. Thank you very much, Saren. So do you write to music? Does music play a part in your creative process? Uh, sometimes I write to music just to give me inspiration. But, but I think it would be quite cool to play around with the idea of like how poetry and music links together. Maybe you should like find some playlists. Uh, like, what's a good one is actually music, um, film playlists. I'm going to talk yeah. about film later, but like instrumentals, different playlists of sounds, electronic stuff, ambient stuff, na natural stuff. And have a little play around. Okay, I think maybe um, one more, so two each, if that's okay, folks. We can crack on with the rest of our stuff. But Ellie, sell us the vibe of this poem. Feminism. Okay, feminism. <laughs> so, is it is it a call to arms? It is angry and it's about how we're all feminists okay. even if you like it or not <laughs> we need something rip roaring fist in the air dj johan um okay give us a little bit more thinking maybe a little bit more angry oh, than i that. think we need some can we get something like like sort of thumping maybe electronic sound they're gonna have a look they're gonna have a look in the meantime um ellie like how much does feminism play a part? <laughs> Maybe this is a little bit too classical and chilled. How much does feminism play a part in your writing? Do you find you write about it a lot, or is yeah, it this, yeah, I do because it's such an important issue, and and I think that it's one of the first issues that I actually learn about, and that I know, and it's not based on your previous knowledge or mm. how aware you are of it, but it's been a, such a prominent issue in my life yeah. that I want. It inspires my poetry because poetry is art, and then art is about all these big, huge issues, and it's all has meaning. In you know. Yeah, I know. I know. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is good. Yes. Okay, it's good. Right, last poem of Ellie and Seren's poetry corner. Obviously, anyone else can write some poems for poetry corner. We just call it because Ellie and Seren always bring poems. But if you do have poems for poetry corner, you can bring the poems to poetry corner. That's okay. That's allowed, and uh, we'll expand the corner. We can we can have a renovation. We can. Ellie, take it away. No, I cannot hear. With your wild, insane passion, I can, as much as I may try, muster the courage against, or rather seek to care, for such piteous existence, where we hit and scratch and cry like wild, raging beasts. Yes, maybe I could. If I have to throw my words so you even begin to listen to my anger, which freezes stupidity and collapses such ignorance. Maybe. I could only burn like you if it were a patriarchy I could demolish with only force. Oh, another round of applause, one last polite round of applause. I feel like this should be, yeah, this should be more like, way. That's quite a laddie thing. <laughs> Turn me into a lad. Right, we're gonna, thank you very much, uh, Ellie and Seren. We're going to play Celebration as chosen by Emily, our lovely co-presenter. This is Cool and the Gang, celebrating the poetry and the good times. Seren, can we get a woo? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> She's defying me, a man. She does her own thing.
Now that was just celebration by Kool-Aid and gang. So here is the moment that you've been waiting for. It's books versus films. Books. 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 Bookworms. And obviously, as the better team, team book, I'm here with... Emily. And Eliana. Um, Ellie? Sorry. Ellie, tell us one thing good... Tell us three good things about books and why you, why they're better than films. Books, you right? You can read a book, and every single person can interpret it differently. A book might say she walked to the shop. Well, maybe she walked to the shop because she was upset. Maybe she walked to the shop to see someone that she hadn't seen for a while. Everything in a book works differently in everybody's head, and especially books with interpretive endings. Um, everybody sees things in a different light, and. Even if a book has such a deep meaning, everyone gets what they will from that and some people can become more aware of issues that they haven't 
heard before and also that also works well with the idea of relatability in books maybe if you watch a film you see somebody oh i like them they're like me well no because you don't know what's going on in the head you don't know how they react to stuff but in a book you can be that person if you want to be you can sit on your bed and literally put the book to your eyes and just pretend you are seeing the world from the person that in the book and you can resonate with them and you can be that person and it's very cool thank you moving on to Saren. so <laughs> mental health wise what do you think do you think books are better than films mental health wise definitely so as it's mental health awareness week i really wanted to bring this up um books have a lot of a lot of positives to do with mental health they can help you unwind they help you do stress um and they can improve sleep quality as they like they calm emotions. Um, films on the hand, um, they portray they portray body image, um, um, and that's quite like hard to live up to expectation wise, and like that m- might lower people's self esteem. But books, you unless there's a very 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 specific description, you can relate to the character, and like you. You don't need to feel like you uh, you have to look like them or you have to act like them. They're just a character and you can feel as close to them as you want or detached. That's it also. Um, if In a book, if you don't tend to get physical descriptions of characters. So you could find somebody, your role model, and you could have them in your head however you want. And that is the best bit of books, I think for most people moving on to emily emily do you think that books are healthier than films yes um plus if you're bored at night and you don't want to sleep you can always read a book and that that makes you use your imagination and that's very important whether you're a kid or an adult and um also um they're like dramatic like the for example the Harry Potter series, yes there's films and yes there's books. Either way, they're more dramatic than the other, and um, and it makes you just wanna read on, and yeah. Speaking of like films and books, I would say that to be honest, personally, books basically have like a better plot than the actual film. I would agree. Like in Harry Potter, when they were making the movie, they cut out a lot of nice things from the book and just changed it completely, which yeah. some people might dis- disagree with. Yeah, definitely. Um, with with um, adapta- film adaptations of books, they can be hugely different. That can really upset people because, like, their favorite characters will be cut or a subplot that they absolutely adored is just wiped out. Yeah. Um and but and books are always adapted to movies if they're popular, but you'd never seen films adapted to books, or if they are, they're not as popular. Yeah, there's yeah. also. Oops, sorry. You go first. Um, it wasn't really going to say much. I was just agreeing. Yeah, there's also the fact that emotions from books you can get a lot more emotions from rising. Literally, from the pages of the books, through the words and the creativity. And it's also, in films, you don't really get that. Like, you might just see people, but you don't get what they're thinking. You don't get 
how they see the world and from books you can literally get every emotion under the sun and it be like a punch in the face almost right, i want i would like to add one thing really quickly so this are the notes from the other team and i took a read through them and i will just say one or two they think that films are better because watching a film in other languages with subtitles but cannot with book exactly there are books on how you can learn other languages. Yep. And yes. then one last thing that I don't know who said this. You can't just take out. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you off that. I just, I just say one thing. So I was looking for my sheet to send to add more notes on the horrendous things I've heard right now, and uh, I was just saying to Henry, I don't know where my notes have gone, you know, and I've been sabotaged by the book team because they know they can't beat my thoughts. So. Well, yeah, we already have. That's Eliana fine. has specifically answered your questions and concerns around books and we have proved you wrong and we are right and, and you can argue with that oh you've not heard our uh, our reasons for those oh yes um, we have we just don't yeah. want to listen it's, to them it's, and it's, it's fine it's fine they read the old sheet that we used from last year so it's all fine <laughs> it's fine they, they, we, we also, knew that was gonna happen also when you're reading a dramatic book like harry potter you, it feels like you, you can uh, when you're reading the books it's like you can actually hear the narrator and everybody sings the things. Yes, I agree. And uh, I also think that books are better than films. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> this, basically, books like The Cornerstone, we even have holy books that teach us how to be better people in the real world and books that teach us how to cook, how to write, how to read other languages. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else to add? Um, even newspapers are technically books. Yes, and, they are. Um, you don't get them often, but they used to be like first newspapers for younger kids. And some books like them have like activities which can be fun. And um, some of them introduce like, like books that you might want to read. And you can and get them and stuff, and um, even, and some they go like to primary schools and maybe high schools. I don't know. I'm only in primary school. Um, um, and and um, kids like in the younger years might enjoy uh, reading them and enjoy and have fun because um, like with first news you can hear what art art's about what's happening about the world and in this country is that you're not aware of and um, and it might be really good and amazing or I think or for example a volcano can erupt that you did not know of and haven't learned in school yet. Yes, Eliana, I do have one more thing before we finish, mm. and that is that you guys are cheaters, and here is Cheaters by the Vamps. You could have read our whiteboard as well and changed some things. Can we talk about your boyfriend? He's a dead end. Tell you why it's only gonna make you cry. And let's talk about your boyfriend. 
Get the wind into our head 
so go and do all the things that you want to do. So set me free, still a VS, come on, pretty baby, take a dance with me. I said, shame on me, cause I didn't see that you were looking at me, baby, but I fair real sweet. I said, stand by me, stick around with me, cause it's a long walk back to where we just be. I said, hey there, baby, so you bang him and me. I just, I wish I never found a better case, hey, everyone it's james i'm back in the studio i know you've all missed me it's been a while since i spoke i've not spoke all this show actually and i'm here on team movies team movies films whatever you want to call it i already know we've won scene calls whatever you want so basically <laughs> they uh they actually like i said i played cheaters because they cheated into my sheets uh, to actually win the game and uh you know well, it's not even a game it's just facts that movies are better so i'm gonna start with saying like I- i've run the sheet here there's three to one with movies and films here with a film, you can you can see it, you can hear it, and you can read things on the screen. And with a book, you can only read. And they put, well, you can see it, but when you're watching a film, you see more. You, you don't just see words on a screen. You see images. You see m- moving images, which is a lot a lot better than just looking at words on a page. Who wants to go next? Shannon? Yeah. So basically, I think movies are better because movies are more accessible to people because, like, if you are blind and can't see things, then how are you meant to read a book? Do they... I, I don't hear any movement about that. Any, anyone going to come back from this? Braille? Audiobooks. Audiobooks? Well, I mean, you watch films better. <laughs> because you're if you're, audio in a film. If you're blind, you listen to the film. You can listen to it. Yeah. So that's the same as audiobooks. Okay? This is our show. <laughs> Johan. Um... Think about it. If someone's, if someone with dyslexia, they can't really read properly, or anyone who maybe has something uh, mentally uh, wrong, uh, not wrong, but a disability, uh, they can't read sometimes. So, uh, so think about how could how could they be able to read a book, but they can actually watch a film, which is that uh, doesn't really involve a lot of reading unless it's like subtitles i think your point there is that films are accessible to everyone so like even if you have like you know read disabilities certain disabilities 
people can watch films, uh, but reading takes a lot more skill. And watching a film is a lot more accessible for everyone, no matter what what's going on. Riley? Uh, yeah. We're also, when watching a film, uh, you have ability to pause it. And when watching, uh, well, not watching, reading a book, uh, you flatten the book sometimes, and you might not find where your page is. Bookmark. Do not fold the pages. Yeah. You may mark. use a bookmark. What if the bookmark yes. falls out? But what if you, f- what, if you what if you so lose you gonna, your bookmark? If it falls out. How are you going to get another one? Where are you going? But with books, you can keep them on your bookshelf. What listen, if you're no, poor no, no, and you no, don't no, have no, any no, money? No, listen, listen. Not losing the actual bookmark. What if it falls out the page you're on, and then you have to look for all the pages to find back where you are, right? Yep. Now it's difficult, and it, she's raising her arms right now, and you know, correct. I'm correct here. If you if you lose a page you're on, you, you know, you you've lost the plot. Or, Oh, thank you, thank you, Johan. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, thought I, I thought we had another incident of stealing the page there. So I'm going to go to the point of now um, that, you know, just to remind you guys, we are in 2022 now. We're halfway through the, you know, the year and things are moving on. You know, you need to kind of grow up a little bit, book readers, and understand <laughs> the, the fact that we're technologically advanced now. And um, we start with the printing press. That was a big, you know, a big thing. You know, books coming in. Wow, we can print books in mass and now we're at a point where we have virtual reality where we can put ourselves in the you know the perspective of whatever you're watching what if you're eating right if you're eating and doing and and reading what if you get food on your book you just ruin the entire book because you can't finish yeah but what if you spill some because someone might hit you someone might knock what if you spill your drink as well but what if you knock the tv over how what yeah, exactly. Sh- Sh- Shannon, do you wanna do you wanna read that one out? What, what the one that we after our notes that was stolen from us? I just so, on. How are you meant to read at the same time as eating? Because if you're eating food, so are you if you multitask and have one hand with your food, then you're gonna get food over your book. And who would want a book? Who would be able to read a book with food covered on it? I'm gonna build the scene for the, the listeners here. You've got a big packet of Doritos or what's it? Let's say what's it? Oh, cheesy. Like cheesy fingers. Yep. And you're gonna go then and pick the book up with your cheesy fingers and get cheese all over the book. Or we could just sit back, legs up, watch it in hand, what's in the mouth. Nothing happens to the film. The film is still no. going. Well, as you said but about that TV remote, then you've got a cheesy TV but why remote. Do, why are we touching the TV ah. remote? To turn the volume <laughs> off. We don't, we don't need to change yeah, the volume. When you said you got to knock the TV over, who's going to be standing next to the right, TV? Yeah. Who's going to hit you while you're reading a book? I also want to say, we're, 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 I forgot you guys, book readers, a bit behind. We're advanced now where we have <laughs> TVs we can talk to, say volume up now as well. So that's one thing, you know. Yeah, but you have to press a button. For... No, you don't. Oh, no, 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 no. Alexa, just say, Alexa, turn up the volume. Exactly. No. This man is a film watcher. He knows his things, okay? <laughs> well, I'm a book reader and I know my things. Ah, because books teach you things. Films don't. Including multitasking. Documentaries. Therefore, you can read and eat. And for what's it, may I introduce you to the concept of a tissue? Um, I can read a book on YouTube. I thought you guys were having to talk about environmental things. Tissues, isn't that wasting paper? Yep. So wouldn't, wouldn't watching films be more healthy for the environment because you're wasting more paper? <laughs> and books are paper, <laughs> so using more paper. So watch films. But films do require energy to get made, which means, you know, different ways. But we are getting to a stage where we're using a lot more wind-powered, water-powered electricity. So electricity might be the way to go, not using books, which are paper and trees getting cut down in forests, right? Books are used from sustainable forests and there's a system where you can check if they're 
they've been sourced from a sustainable why, why would I want to do that? And also, you can repurchase books at second-hand bookstores and charity shops. So then we're in a, we're you're in a, we're in a state of COVID-19 right now. Um, well, they wouldn't uh, sell them if they had COVID on them. Do they test the books with COVID? Yes, <laughs> they will do. But then if you were to go buy a book from the charity shop, what if you wanted to get a brand new book that just came out the other day? How, how is a charity shop going to have that? But they might not. But and you then... have to pay for a new book each time, whereas Netflix, you can watch many films. Oh, I'm just going to wrap yeah, up because I think then... <laughs> <laughs> That's 12 a month. So I would rather pay £6 a month for a Netflix thing. And I, I have no idea. Or You can watch films in other languages. That's my final point. You can't. If you, so, like, for example, you watch film, subtitles in English, you can watch that. If you have a book in Chinese, Japanese, Spanish, French. That's not accurate. That's the most still, translator I've ever seen. still using the internet. I, I want you? people to message in. I have no clue where the numbers go. It's above my head, so uh, Johan, you're going to read it out for me. It's not there. It's not there. It's oh, just there. I will do that then. So the number I want you guys to text in, tell me if films or books are better. And this is going to, you know, prove me right, hopefully. Uh, 077-4969-7895. And that is... Zero double seven four nine six nine seven eight nine five. So just text us and you know agree with me saying books are better. <laughs> not book, but films are better. <laughs> oh no, uh, no, James. Films, films, not books, James. Listen, films are better. <laughs> and now no, I have. Well, what's the next song we got playing? Does anyone know? Because I have no sheet next. Oh, I have a sheet right Wait, here. Wait, I have one last point, right? When oh. I read a book, I fall asleep when I'm reading it. That's how boring it is. But I'm watching a film. I stay awake throughout the entire thing. But then your feet. So now it's time to turn the lights off (laughs) and watch a film with Turn the Lights Off by Tally Hall. Oh, that was horrible. Don't go in there. You'll become one. Freaky creatures, monster party. Eyes of yellow, scales and feathers, tails and tethers. Turn the lights off. Bend the nightmare. You control it. Dodger, easy does it. Shut the closet, get under the covers. Snakes and lovers, turn the lights off. Everybody likes to get taken for turns. To see how bright the fire inside of us burns. And everybody wants to get evil tonight. But all the devil's mask and Here's the pinky, there's the kinky. Everybody complicated Man and woman, baby child Calm and wild, turn the lights off Don't remember what we look like Young girl holding one another Paper colors, dangle streaming Dangle screaming, turn the lights off Everybody likes to get taken for turns To see how bright the fire inside of us burns And everybody wants to get Should be stronger, books abandoned, breathe the water, mind distracted, sons and daughters, out for slaughter, turn the lights off. I know. 
kiss, blow the nights off, sleepy child, spark desire, walk the fire. Significant place for you out in the world that you think about, that you go to, that just clicks into your head? Um, my house. Okay, tell us about your house. Why is obviously it's a significant place you live there? But... It's where I live, where I sleep, um, where I go to get shelter from rain. Yeah. Um, it's where all my electronics are, all the stuff I like doing. Tell me something unique about your house that maybe somebody wouldn't know about looking from the inside. Um, big things like a big Xbox controller made out of wood hung okay. up on my wall, but I don't really hang stuff up. Okay. Um, where, where's this big Xbox controller made of wood come from? Um, we got it from this person, and okay. my mum got it from one for me and one for my brother Alfie. Yeah. And it says his name's on it. Oh. It's a big Xbox controller, and she's put mine above my bed where my side is. Yeah. And he's above his bed where his side is. Nice one. I'm going to move. I think around next week. I mm -hmm. think, and I'll be able to put on my trampoline, get a double bed, and I get my own room, which is ginormous. So you're looking forward to moving. Yes, definitely. How long have you has this been in preparation for? How long has the plan been? Since uh, since my mum's boyfriend moved in. Okay, so it's been that plan that this is the new space to go to. Yes, and in the dining room, it's even got a fireplace, and the living room is quite big too, and um, and the stairs are big. And it's got an attic, and you know those like cupboards that are in your stairs. Yes. That. Very nice. And it's got a big back garden for me to put on my trampoline, and it's near my allotment, and it's near the shopping centre in Crossgates, and it's near an ice cream shop and a library. And so my... these all feel like significant places for you: the library, the ice cream shop. Are you looking forward to being in this new area? And my allotment. And the allotment. Yes. I got a shed there. In Leeds, in Seacroft, in where you live. How would you like to get about better? Do you do you enjoy walking? Would you think it should be safer? Do you think it should be quieter? I don't like walking. Why not, Sasha? Because it's boring and it's tiring and it's... Yeah, just don't like walking. You don't like walking around? Nope. Do you usually walk on your own? No. Who do you walk with? Only on the way to school, yeah. But okay. not, not when I'm coming here or not. Do you, walk, so you walk with a group of people. Isn't that exciting to walk with people, with your mates, to, to hang out with them? Yeah. It's, it's just just wonderful. Welcome to the Matt Thing. Yay! And you just listened to Turn the Lights Off by Tally Hall, which I kind of thought was kind of a good song. I don't know, it's not really listening. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, and a big, huge shout out how to everyone I know and everyone I love. And that's included my big sister, Evie, and her boyfriend, Ronan, and my mum's boyfriend, my dad, my mum, my dad's boyfriend, and all of my friends. All of them. So, thank you, Emily, for the shout-outs. I'll go around in a minute if anyone else, anyone else wants to say any more. But um, after making up, uh, you know, we had a bit of an argument just then about films and books, and obviously films are better. Uh, I've got a few uh, <coughs> few messages here, two of them, actually. 
And, uh, well, one of them, because one of them was from the film team, trying to be cheeky. But anyway, I've got a message from someone here, and it says, Films are better, exclamation mark. I love films, and reading is too much for my brain to handle. Also, lots of films aren't in book form. So, you're not wrong. And that's Henry. Another Henry. It's not a Henry in the studio. So... Yeah, you're right, Henry. I agree with you. Books are too much to handle for my brain. And I like the cat in the Christmas tree. Looking very snazzy there. Uh, so we're going to go around the room and we're going to say our farewells before we end for tonight. So, Riley. Oh, Rohan. We'll start with Rohan since you're right Rohan. next to me. Johan, because you're right next to me. Um, I think it's been very... It's gone... Sm- it's run smoothly. I mean, they've been a, a bit slow. Uh, but I really like the... Uh, the debate that we had, but obviously films are significantly better as a more enjoyable. <laughs> uh, we'll go to Riley. I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, yeah. Uh, films are better. Yay. Uh, reasons is because they're on the TV and I don't have to look at words. Woohoo. Uh, over to Shannon. Yay. Films are better because they're more accessible and they're just better in every reason to sound. Books. Literally just end of story. Th- this, wasn't, this wasn't the debate, this is saying goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but um, also a big shout out to everyone in my drama club. Congrats on my show, everyone. It was amazing. Congrats on everyone in Seren's show. I would love to give a huge embarrassing shout out to Naima, Kent, Casey, Leah, both Summers, Seren, and also myself because we love a good shout out to yourself. So, hello Ellie. Um, And I'm Eliana and I personally think books are better forever and bye-bye. Someone else. And yes, thank you, Naima, for messaging in. Um, we appreciate that. And uh, Riley, you have chosen us a song, is that right? Yes, uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's yeah. called Complete Mess by Five Seconds of Summer. And the reason why I've chosen this is because uh, when you just say you're doing random things and you're just bored, you may like kick a football around your room and then some things might happen, you might hit something, and yeah, it's just something that happens on a daily basis um, in my uh, with me. I just throw things around my room, and it is now a complete mess. Thank you very much, Riley. Let's hear some five sauce. Jolly good show.
But I've never been a saint, have I?